0: Hi, Satellite Sisters. We're excited to announce our new weekly newsletter, Pep Talk. That's right. It's happening. A little pep talk in your inbox on Fridays. Every issue will be short and sweet with podcast highlights, our recommendations for books, TVs and films that are going to keep you entertained, plus recipes and other, you know, tidbits. And of course, there'll be a little pep talk because we all need that right now, don't we? It's the perfect newsletter to enjoy and then share with your Satellite Sisters and Misters. You can find sign-up links all over the place, on our social media, on our website, on our Facebook, on our Instagram. We would love to have you sign up for Pep Talk now. Thanks. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This
1: podcast is
0: part pep talk, part weekly check in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for
1: being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood.
0: You're listening to Satellite Sisters. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer and I- I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> it's just happy to be with you guys. Jill <laughs> Oh, that's very nice, Leanne. This is
2: Julie Dolan. I'm the oldest sister and I live in Dallas, Texas. Um, I'm I'm a podcaster, sometimes author, um, an empty nester, and an urban nana or suburban nana, (laughs) however, however you want to characterize me. And I, as well, Leon, am happy to be here.
0: Hey, looky who who's here with us today. Hi, Hi. looky Lou looky
1: Lou. guess who is the happiest of all to be here today? Yep, this is Liz Dolan, I'm, uh, it's, you know, it's semi-normal, I'm in my second bedroom in Santa Monica where I normally do the show, but nothing else is normal, I'm wearing a brand new fuzzy bathrobe, I'm actually sitting in a wheelchair, more on that later, but I'm just a drive-by, drop-in special guest today, but thank you sisters for giving me some time to just do some explaining to people about what my situation is.
0: Right. Liz is going to give us an update on what's going on there in Santa Monica. And then Julie and I are going to carry on. Uh, Yay. <laughs> so we, yeah. Yay. So uh, Julie got, um, she, Julie got the vaccine last week. So we're going Did to hear. That? Yeah. 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 I, that's exciting for you.
2: I, 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 it is really a thrill. I'm going to talk about how to make, how I made it through the COVID maze. Uh, that's all I am going to say on that for now. It,
0: and I did not participate in the vaccination program because I've not been allowed to yet, but I am participating in a pandemic design trend. So we're going to oh. tell you about that. Oh, <laughs> um, exciting. Julie, you just have some fun good news you want to share about good a couple of. Good
2: news. Yes, okay. Leanne. I have some stories that are just going to cheer your heart. You want to get involved with these, and uh, it's, it's going to be good news all the way around.
0: All right, we have some gadgets from the Consumer Electronics Show, some Entertaining Sisters recommendation, and I have a question about sour cream, so stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. Um, but first, Liz, all right, Liz, back give, back, Liz. give everybody an update. Welcome okay. back. We're glad you're thank here you. today. Thank you. Um, thank you. So, thank you, so thank thank you
1: both, Leanne and Julie, for like doing some basic explaining last week. I was not on the show last week because over the holidays – I had what I believe would be like the very definition of a freak accident. You know, when sometimes you feel like those words, freak accident, a little too strong, not too strong in my case. So if you saw my injuries or say my x-rays, I could probably get away with claiming that I had some kind of fancy ski accident. You know, I was skiing ahead of the avalanche. It caught me, something like that. That's what I look like. Uh, But sadly, no. The actual accident I had was while pumping gas. That's true. While pumping gas... I tripped over the hose. Imagine you have the gas pump in your car and then you just, you step over the hose because you're just gonna, all you're gonna do sisters is walk around behind the car and go over to the driver's side, right? While you're pumping gas. But somehow your front foot knows that and your back foot does not get the memo on the stepping over the hose. So um, yeah, so I took a very bad hard fall just at a gas station. So there you have it. I would like and the moment it happened, like even while I was still in the air for in the midst of the move, I'll just call the flying wazoo. Even while I was in the air, I could feel something breaking in the air. Like how unusual is that? So, um, anyway, I would like to thank the, uh, There were some people at the gas station who provided invaluable help. First of all, there was this pair of sisters, kind of like our age, and they saw the whole thing happen. They came running over. Of course, nobody can grab you because of COVID times, but everyone's masked. Everyone's trying to be helpful. And then at some point when I'm really having trouble getting up and it's clear I have an injury, one of the sisters says, would you like some Advil? And I was like, oh my God, I would love some Advil which is now laughable that Advil in the moment would have helped me, but whatever. So she, she <laughs> runs, runs over to her car and then comes back and says, oh, I'm sorry. All I have is Advil PM, which seemed like the poor choice. But anyway, the gas station attendant, Alex, thank you very much. Alex managed to get me some ice and I, I managed to like get myself home. I'll just leave it at that. On my way home, I called... My, uh, my neighbors across the courtyard, many of you know Deborah and Bernard from Cooking with Liz cameos. And I said, I've done something awful. So when I get home, can you help me get to urgent care? So there they were waiting for me when I got home. Uh, I, th- thank goodness. Um, they found a like rolling office chair in the garage storage unit <laughs> that they could use to move me from my car into their car. I'm not even going to comment on the fact that furniture storage in the garage is against the (laughs) HON rules, right? Uh, So anyway, Bernard and Deborah managed to get me into Bernard's car. Bernard took me over to urgent care. It didn't take them long to do the x-ray and figure out that uh, I had a broken, a fractured tibial plateau. I'm not going to go into details on that because we have many months to cover all of that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but then I had, and that's when I called you that night, Leanne. I was still like, I was in this sort of freaked out, high energy, high adrenaline mode,
0: wouldn't you say? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, yes. I thought, well, you know, that's going to be inconvenient for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. were definitely running on adrenaline. So you called me, upbeat is the only, t- <laughs> you were sort of upbeat and then. By the next yeah. day, when I, when I got a text message, please come sooner than later. I yeah. knew that. Uh, it was that, downbeat. It was downbeat. Yeah, beat. downbeat. Reality yeah. had set yeah. in. Yep.
1: So then because this was over the holiday weekend, I had to wait, you know, like five days to get a doctor's appointment. And so I went in to see the ortho doc the Monday, the first Monday in January. There, there, essentially, there were like six different fractures. So that's not good. Uh, but then the good news was that I could get operated on right away, which is, you know, as you've seen in the news, the Southern California hospitals, it's a bit of a, um, you know, a panic situation there. So I was very grateful that I could get in and get operated on. Lee and you were there staying with me for the pre-op and the post-op. Thank you for that. They were both bad, but they were yeah. both made better for having your careful bedside care.
0: So thank you. <laughs> I mean, I am just grateful I didn't kill you. So honestly, I really can say that publicly. Yeah, she worried was, about
2: that, Liz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I was, I'm I'm not qualified. I was not qualified to take care of you, but I was taking care of you. I don't think you can understate really the effect of COVID on your entire experience because, yes. you know- you, everything about it, it changed everything about sort of how yeah. long you're in the hospital, your, yeah. you know, state of mind. Right. Uh, it was just very different experience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, you know, I got released the same day, which wouldn't normally have happened if not for COVID times and just the harrowing process of bringing me home. Uh, my hat's off, Liam. Thank you. Cause I you're was welcome. still in such a daze. Um, Anyway, so, but everyone helped the way they could. Julie, you were constantly on the blower asking what I needed. And Mm -hmm. so thank you so much for the fuzzy blanket that arrived post-haste. Yeah. Yeah. you made sure Sheila procured for me. I have one of these grabber things now. Yes,
2: grabbers. I knew you needed that, Liz. A <laughs> special lanyard for your phone, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: your phone really becomes a lifeline when mm-hmm. you're sort of helpless in bed. So that was good. Um, Sheila was on the scene, provided some... You know, personal care, some hair washing, really, really helpful things. And then, as you said on the show last week, Monica, who has already been vaccinated for COVID, was able to take a week off and come down and care for me, so that was that was fantastic. So thank goodness for all of that. I, I, so I did have some moments of revelation. The, the first is, well, thank goodness for good neighbors and family i just don't like the whole if i didn't have deborah and bernard across the hall who were there for me my plan b was to drive myself to your house leanne Mm. but you know but i wanted to go home so but there were other neighbors in the garage at the time like somebody put hooper up in my apartment like my good neighbors i just don't know what i would have done otherwise so thank you for that um and then the other big revelation was When I was at the doctor's office waiting for my first appointment and they were trying to schedule me with, well, you need x-rays and you need CAT scans and you need this. And as we've established, the hospitals are not operating normally. I started to freak out about like, oh my God, I'm going to miss that. If I can't do that, then I can't do this. And then I just had this, you know, like revelation set all over me that, okay, well, the one thing I knew is that I was just going to have to let time go, Mm -hmm. right? That, I thought the lesson of 2020 was find a lower gear, settle into a lower gear. And I thought I had done pretty well in 2020 in a lower gear. So far, lesson for 21 is, okay, Liz, there's an even lower gear. (laughs) You're going to need to mm, take it down another notch. My doctor has told me so far that I have to be 100% off my left leg for three months. So I think that's
0: worth just underscoring 100% off your left leg for three months. Yeah.
1: There was a lot of the knee that had to be reconstructed. And so now it has to harden, I guess, is the technical word. (laughs) So so that's the latest. So I'm happy to be here with you today. I don't know what's going to happen over the next weeks and months. Obviously, I'm putting my health and my recovery first, but but this is fun. I do want to thank everybody. The digital get well cards in the Satellite Sisters Facebook group, we're amazingly uplifting, sisters and misters. Thank you. The, I just could not. I heard you guys. When I, would, you, I don't even have a broken leg and I was uplifted. You know? I know. Well, when you guys <laughs> joked about it on last week's podcast, I thought, well, this would be interesting, but I just had no idea it would be so perfect for the moment. So, you know, the dogs, the children and the grandchildren, the sea turtles, the marsupials named Quokas, whatever those mm-hmm. are. The cows, the ponies, the pandas, and mainly the cats, you know? <laughs> There's some good-looking cats out there. Who knew that this could, be, this could be the year of the cat for me? Maybe mm-hmm. maybe this is when I opened my heart to uh, the cathood. Uh, I was especially uplifted, and this will be my inspiration for 2021, of the images of Cats and dogs laying down together in peace. I think, (laughs) don't you think that's what we need in 2021? Cats and dogs laying down together in peace. Could be. So they were, it
2: was all adorable. Yeah. uh,
1: So so
2: Walter, that Portuguese water dog. Oh my God. I don't believe that's a dog. I think it's a small person in a dog costume.
1: That's- I could not believe Walter. I feel like you, could, I could roll up to my kitchen and say, "Hey Walter, could you make me a bowl of spaghetti?" And Walter could just take over I mean, as my sous chef. So, yeah, that would be great, Walter. What a doll! But so many, so many. I'm not going to judge the pets because they were also good. And many of you who don't even have pets just posted other animals that you thought were cute or fun or interesting. So there were three. Art projects I wanted to shout out to, though, because uh, they took some special effort. Cameron posted a drawing that her six-year-old did of Hooper. So thank you for that. That was so cute. Oh, my gosh. Super cute. Yeah. Really nice. Christy. Posted a drawing her 10 year old niece Lucy Jean did of a swimming sea turtle. There were a lot of sea turtle images. you know that 's my spirit animal. so thank you, Christy, for posting that. That was one good looking colorful sea turtle. so that was a real lift. and then Nicole posted something that I still don 't understand and I 'm extremely skeptical of, but it was a craft project that allegedly her daughter did with two of their pets, Pepper and Cosmo and She claims this is a TikTok trend that you can do crafts with your pets. And so Nicole, (laughs) I just want to thank you. I don't know what actually happened there. Pets painting, maybe. Uh, But I think staying on trend will be important for me during this current extended unpleasantness. So thank you for plugging me into the latest from TikTok. So it's... I'm slowly getting stronger and better. I want to reassure people of that. The one, you know, the one tough decision to make, though, was, you know, Hooper, was what to do with Hooper, because, of course, I would love to have my dog with me at home just because he is a comfort to me. But, Leon, you could see when you were helping me that first day after the accident that, Every time you went to like touch me or help me and I was in a lot of pain, he was blaming you. <laughs> he was, yes. Yes.
0: Yes. He was very protective of you. He was like your own personal nurse ratchet yeah. and was not very happy with my uh, approaches. So and normally very unusual for Hooper because he's yes. a dog that likes to just get along with everybody. He likes yes. to be like Hooper. So uh, he was very worried about you, but it was a little bit of um, a block there yes. in terms of yes. giving you the care you needed. Yes. So you made yes. the smart decision, I think, to send Hooper to uh, summer camp in Oregon for three <laughs> so, months. He loves <laughs> it there. He loves it
1: there. He has, you know, he has cousins and humans and things. So right. you took care of the Hooper cannonball run. So you yes. can tell people about that. But thank you so much for that. I feel 100% secure that Hooper's going to have a very nice spring season in Bend, Oregon.
0: He, it'll be great. Yeah, I mean, he couldn't have been easier. We did, we arranged with our brother, Dick. Uh, it is 900 miles to Bend, Oregon. So we sort of split the difference. Uh, our team, that would be Leon and Colin, my son, Colin. We took the the longer leg because we didn't have to go through any mountain passes or deal with the black ice in the middle of winter in Oregon like our brother, Dick, did. Ooh. So on Saturday morning, um, 5 a.m., got in the car. First thing I did was drive out to Santa Monica to pick up Hooper (laughs) from his dog sitter. And I drove back to Pasadena to pick up my 22-year-old son. And we hit it. We did 600 miles. We had arranged with Dick to meet at exactly 3 o'clock at the Sundial Bridge in Redding. We were at the parking lot within 30 seconds of each other. So (laughs) that is, I mean, unbelievable. But Hooper was such a trooper. He just, he didn't, he doesn't really know us that well, but it didn't matter. Just got in the back of the car, just laid down. He had a chew toy. We didn't hear anything from him. He he had a little rough run in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think he was nervous, did some throwing up. That's okay. We just cleaned up at the first rest area. And uh, 600 miles up, I did the whole first leg. We handed him off to Dick. He was a little confused, uh, Hooper, but he got <laughs> right in Dick's truck. Dick, we spent about five minutes talking to Dick, and then we both got back in our cars. And uh, and Colin drove the 600 miles home. Wow, and we had cool. discussed um, maybe stopping and spending the night. But the thing about traveling in California is... Once you get south of Sacramento on I-5, there's almost no place to stop that you feel comfortable stopping. It's yeah. a very, it is not it's, not, it's not a tourist run. It is just, you're going, driving through the Central Cal- Valley of California. It is farms and stockyards and farms and stockyards and, and trucks. And uh, they don't really want you to spend the night there, frankly. <laughs> so we, we hit you know, we hit uh, Sacramento at 6 p.m. We're in Collins, like I'm doing it. We're driving all the way home, mom. We put in a book on tape, and we arrived home at 11 p.m. So 17 yeah. hours, 1,200 miles. But Oh, my um, God. Thank you I so would, much. I'd just like to say this. You know, my sons have a few skills, and one is that they can drive long distances. And <laughs> I think it's undervalued <laughs> in America. So ladies, he's you know, it's, yeah.
1: it's a big country. That's a good skill
0: to have. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they're real California boys, your boys. Yeah. So California, yeah. you learn to drive long distances without even thinking about it.
0: Yeah. I mean, so... Boom! We, you know, we have our favorite rest areas, and we know the, you know, which bathrooms work well, and we're we're good. But it was he was a delight, and I think it was the right move, and I'm glad that it worked out. So yeah, yeah. but it was you did funny. take but, a
1: commemorative photo, Julie. It's almost like a a spy handover that you would see yes. in a novel where they meet I in the mi- that. They oh. meet in the middle of a bridge and turn over the spy. <laughs> That's what it was like. I have a picture now of Leon handing over Hooper to deck at the sundial bridge it's just so cute But the, and there are everybody's masked too yes, that's the yes.
2: other oh, part yeah. Of yeah. So oh of does, yes, yeah yes oh of course yes yes it looks like a like a spy novel
1: so
0: yeah that's it i know, have to say the one funny thing is the sundial bridge is a beautiful bridge in Reading. we've all stopped there many times so we usually walked over it we didn't even walk over the bridge we're like just <laughs> turn around let's get back in the car we've seen the bridge we don't need to see it you accomplished what you came to do. Yeah, boom, back in the car. <laughs> um, well, Liz, on Facebook too, you got uh, we we said last week: don't send Liz food and don't give her any unsolicited advice. So Karen, very cheekily, started a whole thread <laughs> oh. where you anyone wanted to could just put their unsolicited advice there, and Liz, <laughs> you didn't even have to read it. <laughs>
1: Okay. I loved that when I read that, Karen, because that's that's the spirit of the sisterhood. (laughs) You can say whatever you want, and I can totally ignore it. That's the way this works.
0: Um, So Karen's unsolicited advice advice was sleep as much as you can. You heal when you sleep. Thank you, Karen. And then it went off from there. Some people just went with their own, like, keep ahead of your pain meds. Or (laughs) you might need a nice little enema. Well, that's true. Or take the drugs, take the naps take all the meals people offer. Yes. People say dumb things when you're a pain. Stay away from them. They suck your energy. I liked that piece of advice. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, let's see. Chicken soup, you know, eat the ice cream, uh, don't eat yellow snow. Help is defined by the recipient. I thought that was an interesting take oh, on yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Windex and Vaseline heals all. Uh, Julie, you had a favorite. What was your I had favorite? A favorite? Bring a sweater. I love that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's, that's just classic mom advice, isn't
1: it? <laughs> classic. It is. You have a sweater with you today, Liz? It might get chilly. Okay.
0: I have your cozy new blanket on my lap, Julie. So okay. That's dope. Go. And then my favorite was Lorraine said, Our dad would say to tape an aspirin where it hurts.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds, that's potentially an Edna and Jim piece of advice. Yeah, it too. is.
0: Yeah, rub it up. That's what our yeah. dad used to say. Rub it up. Yeah. Well, Liz, rub it up, um, but okay. not too vigorously. Uh, okay. So, yeah. yeah. Um,
1: so, my, my plan for this week. So, basically, if you're wondering, like, how am I managing, my apartment is all on one level except for three steps down to a living room. So, I won't be in the living room for quite a while. Oh, that's okay. I don't need, eh. so I can go from my bedroom to my dining room in my kitchen right now in my wheelchair, but ultimately on my crutches. So far, so good with that. It's, you know, it's manageable. Uh, and this week will be the big breakthrough. Leon, you're taking me back to my orthopedic surgeon. He will be removing sutures. There are like plates and screws and all kinds of things in there. So he'll do all of that. And then we start to think about what my physical therapy is. So that's the long haul is the physical therapy, but I'm not, not going anywhere anytime soon, just have to really focus on, as I said, just find that lower gear, whatever, whatever that lower gear is, this is the time. So that's, um, that's what I'm doing. I actually feel dramatically better than I did even a week ago. But, you know, now I just have to get used to the, the new sense of time. Let's just leave it there is a whole new sense of time.
0: Right, right. You, you'll, you'll find it. You'll do it. I, I believe in you. You can do this. You can do this. It's going to be, you, it's going to be long, but you can do it. Mm-hmm, you yeah. can do it. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. So I haven't
1: even, you guys did your mottos. For oh yeah. I was, gonna, I was
0: just thinking that Liz. Uh, yeah. We did not pre-plan this. I was just thinking, what is your motto? I couldn't recall. I haven't, I
1: was, just... I, I was trying to have it ready for today, Leanne, but it's not ready because <laughs> okay. I feel like I'm focused too narrowly on my injury. And I, I, just don't want that as right. my motto for the year. So for next week, I'm going to work on something that reflects the bigger picture, but also my current situation. So that's a, that's a work in progress, the motto for 2021. Okay, other that will keep you
2: busy for a while. Yeah. yeah, other
1: than cats and dogs should lay down a piece together. How about that? That's, <laughs> that's just my working piece of advice to the world. <laughs>
0: Okay. Well, uh, rest up there, rest and halfway. I'll see you. See you in a couple days. Thanks, I you guys. We'll talk out to there.
1: you, Liz, very
0: soon. Okay. Thank you, Julie. Thank you for All everything. Right. Okay, we're going to take a break and thank a few sponsors here at Satellite Sisters. Liz, summer is coming up, and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling uh, and chilling sure. there yes. with your with your butcher box. What What do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in,
1: in Bend for a part of the summer.
0: free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Okay, hey, we're Leanne. back, Jewel. It's just the two of us now. It was good hey, to hear that. Liz's voice, wasn't it? It was. that thought she could pull it together to be on the show. And, yes, uh, yes. Yeah.
2: And I'm glad that she's feeling better. That's really yes. important.
0: Yeah, 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 it is really important. Yeah, yeah. Right. Hey, Leanne, can we talk about
2: vaccines?
0: Yes. Can we talk about let's. it? Because they're coming. Yeah.
2: They, they yeah. are coming, okay? They, they are out there. They're being administered by the states. Um, and I'm happy to say Texas, first state to vaccinate a million people. Now we have a lot more to go, but Leon, as you know, we have been saying and we've established for many years on satellite sisters, I am the oldest sat- satellite <laughs> sister, and this is one of the times that being the oldest is actually pretty good because it means that I could qualify for the vaccine to register for the vaccine. So I talked to my doctor. I said, "Where do I get the vaccine?" And you know what she said? She said, "It's out there. It's out there. It's coming." I don't have any, but it's out there. So you're kind of on your own. I mean, at least in my state, you're kind of on your own to find out information about how to do that. So I followed all the recommendations that are in the newspaper. I think, you know, Dallas Morning News had a complete list of here's where you go to register uh, if you would like a vaccine. And they, at least in Texas, they were saying they are being administered by the county health systems, by hospital groups, and by pharmacies. So, um, and they told us in Texas, you can register for as many counties as you want. So I live in Dallas County, yeah, uh, but I could register in other surrounding counties because they don't want any of the vaccines to go to waste. You know, they like they want to give out these shots. So. They don't care if I I live in, you know, if I, I could go to Tarrant County, Collin County, Denton County. So I registered four different counties, three different pharmacy groups, Leanne, because they're going to give it out in the pharmacy groups and one hospital system. Now, here is what i've learned about this i know public health officials are working really hard they're trying to target the most vulnerable groups they're to giving it to older citizens they want to give it to to blacks and hispanics to make because they have been very hard hit by the covid vaccine and so they've set up when you register here's the here's what they've created these like online systems but I have to say they're a little clunky, Leanne, okay, the yeah. websites for it, and so um, I, I'm just saying, like, I had a hard time with Denton County. I had to enter my, my birthday like three times on their little calendar thing, because it, it just kept, it wouldn't, it didn't seem to work, and I just thought, if you don't have Wi-Fi, if you don't, you know, use a computer every day, you know, if um, this could really be a problem. Um, another site I went to, Leanne, it had a two-step verification process. And oh. can we just talk about the terror of two-step verification <laughs> processes? I know. Is that right? You know, where they send you a code? Yeah, the code. On the, on the uh, you know, like on either an email or on your phone and you have to toggle back and forth and you have to get Q7WKZ. <laughs> you know, you have to put it in and you feel like the whole thing's going to blow up. And, and, yeah. You know, so that... <laughs> Seemed like that wasn't, you know, that that's hard. That 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 is just hard. And um, and you know, and you know what? I give it to people in Texas. They kind of realized it. So for if you're over 75 in the middle of last week, they said you can walk in to Just show up, right? Yeah, just show up. Good. because because these are you know these registration systems that we're trying to identify people are actually discouraging people. Right. I got an Well, it's true
0: of almost all healthcare. I mean, that's one thing that I thought of when I went through my cancer diagnosis and treatment: was how do you do this if you don't have a computer, uh, you know, and Wi-Fi, and speak the language? Like, how do you get through this? So, yeah, I, so I know that's, that's a it's a barrier to entry for a lot a of people. These vaccines, yeah, right, and
2: they have to, you know, they have to push it out. They want to get it. I was able to get an appointment drive-through, Lynn. And and I just wonderful. I want to thank the firefighters that are out there. They're giving shots. The um, police who are, you know, they are directing the traffic. They have screeners there. They have administrative assistance. It was so organized. It was, it was fantastic, Leanne. It, it really was. And you, they give you the shot, and you, you know, you just stick your arm out the window. <laughs> yeah. I, it's awesome, <laughs> just stick your arm out the window, and then they all have at least here they had grease pencils and they write a time on your windshield. And because they want to make sure that you don't have an adverse reaction to the shot. Oh, right? Yeah, and so they send you to this other parking lot where there are EMTs, they're ready, and if you have some adverse reaction, they tell you to, you know. Um, beep your horn horn.
0: three (laughs) times and then they
2: come to you and they help you so it's excellent so there are just a lot of people working really hard to get you know to get the vaccine out and i saw an article in the new york times yesterday um that uh, talking about the public discussion about vaccines which in many cases has been full of warnings or limitations and what some of the real experts and in infectious disease specialists are saying is that we're actually underselling the effectiveness of these vaccines. They're oh. really, really great. That you know, this is these are super high effective, you know, uh, vaccines, and that it's very important for all groups of people to trust in these vaccines and to get the vaccines to register for the systems wherever, you know, in your state, um, uh, because because they are going to protect you. They are going, you know, this is, they had the head of public health work with at Brown University say, this is going to keep you safe. I mean, they're just making very emphatic statements about how good these vaccines are. So I think that's great. That is good news. Um, a, did you have any adverse reaction, I Jill? I did not. I had I had the Moderna uh, vaccine, okay. and uh, so far so good. I'm going to go back for my second dose in a month, um, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Um, but um, you know, uh, you know, it's a little bit of a maze. But I think, like even this week, they opened up in in Texas. They opened up more centers. They have more of the vaccine available, and um, it's worth it to kind of to find to hunt it down, to read the paper, find out where it is and get on the list so you can get an appointment, yeah.
0: I've done that, it's, it's a slow rollout here in uh, Southern California, just cause we have a lot of people and they're trying to get the healthcare workers vaccinated first, yes. but then the end of this week they're opening it up. I'm going to have to wait, but I will wait my turn, but I'm happy that yes. other people are getting their vaccine. All right. Good. Excellent report. Excellent report. So how long, your window is what, like three to four weeks to go back and get your second dose? Yes. For the Moderna,
2: it's uh, four weeks. You have, Four weeks. Okay. You, yep, yep. I have a card, Leanne, that is now my most valuable piece of information. That's my most valuable thing in my entire life, Leanne, <laughs> my vaccination card that has <laughs> that shows that I had the vaccination and shows that I have a second appointment. I can't think of anything. It's more valuable than (laughs) pictures of my kids. I'm just saying that. If I lose that,
0: I mean, that's it. Your identity. You lost your identity. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hold on to it. Um, All right. Well, in other pandemic-related news, we... We did what a lot of Americans are doing. We got rid of our guest room over the last two weeks. <laughs>
2: what do you Burned mean? When, I know. That's where I, I stay. When I come to I you, I know. come to get Southern California. It's the Lee and Dolan guest room. It's, I know. It's delightful. It, Fully it's, stocked. Yes. I know. What,
0: what do you mean? You know, here's the deal. Okay. It was for 20 years, that purple bedroom with its purple walls, purple sheets, heavy velvet purple drapes, put people into a purple haze. I mean, they walked <laughs> into that guest room and they slept like they'd never slept before. I, I can't explain it, no one could. It's not uh it's a guest room that's in the front of our house, so it's, it's not even a particularly great location, but I mean, Sheila lived in that guest room for 6 months when she first moved to California. So people have enjoyed it. But you know what, Julie, it just looked so 1998. I can't even tell you. And what had happened, because we haven't had any guests, is that the bed had just become a repository for everything. It was just a Dumping ground in there, oh, and not good, not like good. a lot of people, my husband just wanted to beef up his home office situation, make oh. it better, so that he didn't necessarily have to go to work for fourteen hours every day. He could just like work here at home for three hours and then go to work for eleven hours every day. Really, that <laughs> that was his goal because that's kind of his hobby, is work. Right? It yes, is. it is. Well, and so so we decided to bite the bullet because you know we i my feeling over the last year because we've had colin at home is use the rooms like they're supposed to be used like stop saving the rooms for For you're not going to use for the occasional guests. right
2: yeah although right okay this is this is kind of uh worrisome news
0: but okay don't worry don't worry because we we did because for instance like in that room uh there's a nice ensuite bathroom and um Colin has turned it into a dark room. So there's <laughs> the bathroom is a dark room now. It's it's oh. so so because he's home and he needs a dark room. So that's a dark room. He's in so there you've every turn your
2: house into a we work um yeah. office. Is that it? <laughs> it's it's true, Julie. It's true. So if I have some work to do, I can yeah. just book book into the the home office over there. Yeah. But I yeah, can't but don't worry. sleep in your house anymore. No,
0: don't worry. We, we put in a very high quality um, pullout couch. And okay. I know you're suspicious of that, but we actually went and we tested them out and we did our research. They have new couch designs. There are no more bars. It's actually a very comfortable, a more comfortable than the mattress in the guest room. So I think you're going to like it. It's soothing. It's lighter colors. It's a blue and white color scheme. Mm. And of course, because my husband, he just can't, can't be kept down while we were driving the dog Hooper 1200 miles this weekend, he painted the entire room. So that was, <laughs> he said wow. to me Friday afternoon, if you get paint I'll paint it so I like went out got that paint color and we came back 17 hours later and the room was fully painted and everything was back in place so I think you're going to enjoy it we're going to make it kind of a cozy den a lot of bookshelves library home office so it's a different feel Julie but we're right on trend because according to dwell uh what the website dwell um heavy duty home offices have become you know, number one uh, pandemic design trend, as well as remote learning spaces, so that's mm-hmm. true. Okay, yes. if you had kids, you'd have to do that. How about this, Julie? Have you engaged in this design trend, a new focus on the foyer? Okay. <laughs> because no have you noticed, like you walk into people's foyers and it's sort of like a sanitation zone now. It's the, you need, yes. I mean, I know we have masks up there and the wipes yes. and the hand wash and, you know, take your shoes off and everything. New focus on the foyer. That's mm-hmm. a design oh, trend. Okay. this year. All
1: right.
0: Yeah. Okay. How about biophilic design? Now that sounds kind that? of nasty, right?
2: That sounds like <laughs> but something that's... California cooked up. Like, is it gut? Is it related to your gut, Liz? No, it's not
0: related to gut health. But that's okay. a good guess. Okay, this is letting the outdoors in from large windows to sliding doors to greenery wallpaper inspired by outdoor colors. This enhances our connection to the environment and boosts your mental and physical wellness. So I would say that's probably true. People have probably yes. sort of opened up. They want to look out even if they can't be outside. So that's it. And then how about this? Hotel inspired amenities. I've read about a lot of people putting in saunas and that is interesting to me.
2: Saunas are saunas are nice. Those were big in Russia, Leanne, that yeah. a lot of apartments, not a lot, but some apartments had saunas because it's so darn cold there that you know people really wanted to truly warm up uh and relax when they came home so
0: yeah and the i other, didn't have
2: one but like yeah a good idea. i know
0: so, i they were big in the 70s i remember how houses in the 70s had them in their back and then the last design trend is a multi-use bonus room so people took advantage of underutilized basements or bedrooms garages and now there's spaces for working out or watching movies, game rooms or whatever you need in the pandemic again that idea that you're just using the house in the way it should be used, not in the way you wish it was used. So there you go. So Julie, RIP to the purple bedroom.
2: Oh, but, I but think no. I'm going to need a map when I come in your house, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> are, these, are these rooms, is there signage so I'll know which way to go? Because I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about being in the dark room <laughs> or the home office. Okay. It's confusing.
0: I, I think it's going to draw you in. I think you're okay. going to be very pleased. That's all. That's what I'm going to say. I think it's a, it's a different vibe, but I think you're going to enjoy your next day. And uh, we have to, you know, we have to come up with a different name. It's no longer the purple bedroom. It's okay. no longer Purple Haze. Okay. So see, you, you
2: are going to have to name that room. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. All right. Well, and, and foyers, I can't wait to, uh, I wait, can't wait to see your foyer, Leanne. Okay. Okay. Leon. I have some good news for you and for all satellite sisters. I have two great stories I think people can really get into them. The first is where do where do you buy your um, pet supplies uh from chewy.com? Do you know this site chewy.
0: I know the site. I, I don't I don't do it because <laughs> Okay. I like to go to, to go to the pet store and see what's new.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, all <laughs> so- I'm saying is chewy.com which was founded in Florida they they in 2011 they wanted to become the amazon of pet supplies and if you go to their site lean um it's i i started using chew.com when i got oliver um and it's unbelievable. You want to, you want dog food? It's there in like two hours. Okay, you need a new leash. Boom, it's there. They they have everything. They make it very easy. It's a sort of seamless ordering. You know, if you need to return something, easy peasy. So it's a great site, but um, it's a 99 billion dollar market for. Uh, that's how much money was spent in the United States on pets last year
0: 99 billion billion
2: billion, billion. their par-
0: pet parents they you
2: know they feel very strong That doesn't
0: even seem possible
2: I don't know. That was the figure in the paper. 99 billion. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: I I don't mean to fact check you live on the air. (laughs)
2: Thanks, (laughs) Lance. I appreciate that. Okay. It's like the GDP
0: of a of a country. I mean,
2: okay. Think about it. But think about how much people spend on pets. I mean, it's an enormous amount. Okay. All right. Apparently. Yeah. Okay. It's important. Okay. So Chewy wants to be part of this giant market of um. Of you know you know pe- what people are spending on, so they have come up with a campaign, and they are sending out free, a thousand you know it's like every week they're sending out a free painting of your dog, okay or cat or pet. So they're selecting ca- customers. These are people who you know created a profile online, and many people when they're creating a profile online from Chewy.com, they put up a picture of their pet. Oh as a photo. That okay? makes sense. <laughs> so that, how cute is that? Very so cute. Chewy has this, they're not really disclosing Chewy, Chewy.com is not disclosing their selection process, but they're just surprising people and sending them, shipping them a beautiful painted portrait of their pet. How wonderful is that? People love this, okay? And, you know, it's dogs, it's cats, it's snakes, it's goats. I mean, some people have been kind of surprised because all of a sudden a painting of their pet arrives uh, and a couple people have returned them. I don't know why you would do that, but uh, <laughs> Losers. <laughs> no fun. You're no fun. But, but uh. so you, but it's kind of, you got to get in it to win it. Uh, that if you're, you know, that if you're interested in getting a free portrait of your pet, Chewy.com is running this campaign. I like it. It's good news, Jillian. It's 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 good good news. news. Okay, second good news story. Leanne, Mardi Gras parades are canceled this year. You know that. Right. right? And, you know, we both lived in New Orleans, and we know the joy of this celebration. So the parades have been canceled for COVID. But here's the thing, Leanne you can't cancel Mardi Gras, can you? No, (laughs) No. no you can't, no you can't. Because the parades are off, but people are decorating their houses to look like Mardi Gras floats, and we have a link to one of our uh, this websites. So we're going to put it on our um, our website. You saw that, Leanne. Have you right? You've been looking just,
0: at it now. These you photos can just are fantastic. Google Mardi Gras float
2: houses. Okay, mm-hmm. this is totally spontaneous, and these are elaborate decorations of green, gold, and purple. They're giant figures, beautiful flowers, enormous bumblebees, popping up all over new orleans so people can drive around they see what they would see on mardi gras day or during the mardi gras season these beautiful colorful floats people are turning their houses into floats
0: it's absolutely great i absolutely love it these are great oh thank you julie okay we had a question last week someone's like where do you find all those things you always talk about on the show okay the easiest place to find our show notes is at SatelliteSisters.com. That's our website. Uh, if you click on podcast, you'll see that week's podcast right there. And if you click on that, you'll get all the show notes and links to the things we mentioned. But if you listen on an app, you should just be able to touch your screen and the show notes will come up. Uh, so if you're looking for these Mardi Gras houses, you go to SatelliteSisters.com or just touch your screen, more information, whatever app you're on, the show notes are there. So Julie, these are fantastic. Love
2: And it's just going to change Cheer you up uh and it's if you've ever been to new orleans if you want to go to new orleans if you've ever been to mardi gras this is just going to cheer you up and i think it's it's such a terrific thing and uh and just more and more of these mardi gras float houses are um turning up every day so let's hear to decorations and yeah Laisse- let's hear it that's what i there say. you
0: go there you go. All right, stay with us. Coming up, we have Entertaining Sisters. Julie has her best gadget that she wants from the Consumer Electronics Show. I have a sour cream question. Um, so stay stay, stay with us. But first, we're going to thank a couple of sponsors here at Satellite Sisters. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. OSEA is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to OSEAMalibu.com and use code sisters for 10% off. Thanks, OSEA. All right. We're back. Uh okay, Julie, next week on the show. Yes. Um, we we don't have cooking with Liz, but we have cooking with Claire. Claire Tansy is going to be back. I feel like she's our personal chef here on Satellite Sisters. You know, we loved her cookbook, Uncomplicated, and her new one, Dinner Uncomplicated. Mm -hmm. So next week, Claire is going to be back. We're going to talk a little food in the kitchen. She wants to know your kitchen disasters. She's going to tell you how to fix your kitchen disasters. I love this topic. Yeah, that's handy.
2: We've all had them. So uh, so let's just be honest. Let's be frank. Let's hear about your kitchen disasters. Um, That would be good. You could put that up on our Facebook group. Yeah, Claire's
0: going to start the post. Claire's going to start the post over there for kitchen disasters. So uh, that's next week on the show. Um, But I have a question for Claire because this last month I have been ordering groceries delivered because things have been very grim here in Southern California. So trying to minimize my exposure and it, previous to that in the pandemic, I was grocery store once every week to 10 days. Um, but now I'm ordering them. And so I've had some hit services misses with the ordering, and, you yes. know, sometimes, sometimes they send you the substitutions, substitutions, substitutions. And I just wasn't really focused in on last week's and, Every once in a while I treat myself and I order the smallest possible container of sour cream. Okay. Like normally I try to pretend that nonfat Greek yogurt is the same and is equally as delicious on a baked potato or I create a horseradish sauce out of it. And you know, ninety-nine times out of a hundred, I'm satisfied. But every once in a while I think I'd like a little sour cream. Mm-hmm. So it lasts- last week. So it's usually like the get-
2: national food of Russia. They, buy, they put that smetana, sour cream, on everything. They made tubs of it land. There's a good reason that you like sour cream. It tastes
0: good. It tastes good. I know. Well, Jewel, so last week, the eight ounces of sour cream I ordered was not available. So they delivered a three-pound tub. I have three. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Okay, you're Russian. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I like it.
0: So, so I need suggestions and, and not even with food. Like, is there a beauty treatment? Is that a facial scrub or something? Like, I need to use up a lot of sour cream or else things are not going to be good for my cholesterol levels. I mean, what the heck? What do you do with three pounds of sour cream? I don't I, mean, know. I don't know. That's, that's an
2: excellent question. I don't have an answer for that.
0: Okay. Well, maybe Claire will, but I, I am really looking for non-food related things because so I don't, I don't. Yeah. Know. You don't want to eat three pounds of sour cream. No, no, that's not no. good for me. No, I don't well, need to okay. do that. It's good. No, I don't need to do that. So beware if you're ordering, check that substitution list a little bit more carefully. Okay. Leon, I have your
2: birthday gift. Okay. Your birthday's, uh, your birthday's in February. It's coming up. I saw this, the Consumer Electronics Show 2021 just happened. Of course, it was held virtually. And I was uh, reading about some of the best new items. And I think this is the item uh, that I'm going to get for you. No, not really, because I'm sure I can't afford it. But listen to this. Okay, it's the Samsung Bot Handy. And what this is, Leanne, is a rolling robot. Okay, stay with me. That, okay. can, that can pick up things in your house and put them away. And the demonstration of the Samsung bot handy was they can, t- they can program this robot to load the dishwasher. Okay. Really? <laughs> yes. See, I knew you'd want it. Yeah. I knew you. Oh my you'd. gosh. All right. You could, the, I mean, you want this. This is the, the it's a, st- it's standing uh rolling robot. So it looks some like right out of the Jetsons. Uh, but you can program it to um to to load your dishwasher or you know you i you have a dog there are dog things you know that get around the house you could program the robot to pick up the dog ball balls and the chew toys and various things that or anything else newspapers what what what, what do you have on your floor Leah? how great is that okay it cruises around your house and picks things up and puts them away
0: I mean, every mother I know is thinking Legos, Legos, Legos. Like yes. that's what you would want is the Lego <laughs> right. robot,
2: right? Help her. Okay, so put that on your wish list. Um, I, I don't Thank have you, the Joy. price of it, but um, that little Samsung Bot Handy that looks you want him in your life or her, I don't know, <laughs> or it in your life.
0: Handy, that's a good name too. Yes, I like yes. that. Yeah, I like that. Excellent. Uh,
2: okay, Leon. Time for Entertaining Sisters, and I have two recommendations for you. Um, The first one is a series on Amazon Prime, and it's called Patriot. Have you heard about this? You know what? I haven't heard about this. Okay, so this is, it's an American comedy drama, but it's very dark humor, but it has a number of people in it that I know you'll recognize. Um, It stars... Terry O'Quinn, you know, he was John Locke in yeah, Lost. Okay. He plays sure. a father. He works for the CIA. Um, his son, Michael Dorman, is a New Zealand actor. He was in For All Mankind. Did you ever see that?
0: No. Okay. All I right. But,
2: he, so, but you know John Locke. Okay. So you know yeah. son. Yeah. Um, um, Kurt Kurtwood Smith is in this. He played Red Foreman in that 70s show.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay.
2: And Michael Termas, who was the brother in Orange is the New Black.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, So
2: it's got a very funny, funny cast. And the premise of the show is that one of the brothers is a very reluctant CIA operative. He's not really an agent, but he goes on cases for for his father to help out, um, uh and so he does some cia work but in the meantime he's really trying to make it as a folk singer so he works he does open mics at night and the lyrics to his original songs are actually details of the cia capers he's involved in oh that's funny it's, it's very funny very funny so um but it's a little dark the humor but it's uh it's I think you're really going to enjoy it. So it's, a, and the, there's a good sibling relationship uh, between these two brothers that help out, um, some good international scenes um, and just a funny, funny cast and funny writing. So that's Patriot and it's on Amazon Prime. Uh, okay. Now the second, um, second series I saw on Netflix um, is Pretend It's a City. Uh, This is a seven-episode collection of Fran Lebowitz, which I think you, I know you like her, and she's complaining about the subway, she's uh, she's complaining about tourists, people, Times Square, sports, Uh, she's being, um, it's a, it's a documentary, and it's a collection of some of her speaking engagements, some of which she did with Martin Scorsese, who is just cracking up the entire time, every time, anything Fran Lebowitz says, he starts laughing, um, great shots of New York City. I, I, It's both super happy, and at the same time, it's very sad, because it was done before COVID. And, oh. so, you know, she has some very funny material about Times Square, you know, uh, uh, but you think about Times Square now, and the, right. the theater district is dark, and nobody's there, and, you know, everyone's masked up. Um, but there are other moments of this that are just... I mean, she is the original curmudgeon and I, guess and a female curmudgeon, Leanne, which, you know, there yes. aren't many of them. And I think I'm just, she lives that role as her curmudgeon and they film her just wandering around in New York uh, complaining. And um, <laughs> I think it had some great moments and that's on uh, Netflix.
0: Okay. On my list, it's I haven't gotten to it because of my extra duties here. But Fran Lebowitz, her first book was Metropolitan Diaries, that came out in seventy eight, I think, mm-hmm. and her second was Social Studies, that came out in eighty one. Um, I, I memorized those books, like you those yeah. those essays. Uh, I, she, when people say you know what writers have influenced you, Fran Leibowitz is right there at the top of my list because just her her humor and the curmudgeonness and the, the bitterness and, oh my gosh, they're so funny, those books. And uh, I, I was probably too young to be reading them at 13 and 15. I didn't <laughs> understand everything, but because I had seven older siblings, we had multiple copies around and she had been an essayist at Mademoiselle magazine. It's hard Mm -hmm. to believe, but Fran language wrote for Mademoiselle and interview magazine. And so those two books absolutely influenced me. So I can't wait to see this, but you know, she hasn't really written anything since 1994. She claims she has writer's blockade. So (laughs) she, she like just makes her living now you know, speaking as opposed to writing, which is a shame, but she's, she conti- continues to be very funny and her work holds up and just, it was just so unusual for a woman to have that pointed a sense of humor, you know, mm-hmm. just, I guess, in the line of Dorothy Parker. But so I can't wait to see that, Julie. I'm looking forward to it. Right. It looks I mean, she's
2: like, she was like Larry David before La- Larry right. David. Right. Exactly. Know, that's, yeah. That's, and she owns that role and, uh, she's not just a cranky lady. She's, she's a curmudgeon. And yeah. that, so that part of it is great, but at the sad, you know, it also just made me sad, you know, to, right. um, for
0: what we've lost. Yeah. Yes. We'll get it back. We're going to get it back. Everything's going to come back. Everything, so, you know, I, I had a couple people I saw on their Facebook posts that they had seen the, the documentary and they weren't that familiar with her work. So they went to buy a metropolitan uh, diaries and social studies, and they've been out of print so long now um, that they were selling for like seven hundred and twenty dollars on, <laughs> on eBay. Wow! But there is a Fran it's reader for twelve ninety nine on Amazon that has a lot <laughs> of the same thing. But I'm thinking, like, where did those Dolan family copies end up? I, I'm sure I had them in my collection for many years, but uh, I, I, don't I know think, if I yeah, have I them. think
2: you're likely, yeah, because
0: yeah. I flew the coop
2: much earlier than you, yeah. Liam, so. <laughs> I didn't take True. him. That's why you have the oh, vaccine. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. We would like to thank uh, Sergio Enriquez for engineering the show today. Thank you, Sergio. We miss seeing you. Um, and a big thanks to our sponsors and a big thanks to the Satellite Sisters and Misters who support our sponsors. It literally is how we're able to do the show. And we really appreciate uh, that you support the sponsors and that they support us. We're happy to be here. Thank you so much. All right, Jewel, we didn't discuss it, but do you have a to-do? What's on you your know, to-do list?
2: You know, my to-do list, uh, I am part of uh, the Liz Dolan care team from afar, okay? So I can't, I can't be there with you in Southern California. But my to-do list this week is to continue to think of ways to help and support and cheer Liz up uh, as, she, as she works through her recovery.
0: Okay. Excellent. And mine is, is to wish for a peaceful uh, inauguration tomorrow. I hope that everyone is safe and that it's peaceful and that we can move on. I'm, and I'm thinking of all the satellite sisters and misters in Washington, DC. So I'm hoping for that. All right. Have a great week, Jewel. You too, Leanne. All right. Don't forget, call your satellite sister.